Happy Podmas. I hope I haven't given it away. How are you, Jack? Hmm. I'm okay, yes. Getting into that Podmas spirit. It's day eight. So, yeah, gearing up for the big one. Should be drunk on Podmas spirit at the moment. Uh, When it gets to Christmas Day, or Podmas Day, should I say, uh, you should be absolutely flattered on the floor. Just splattered. (laughs) Podmas alcohol going through your fucking veins and shit. I don't know, but this one, if you haven't guessed, is H. 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 Um, that's it. And that's uh, the surname, beginning with H. If you haven't been keeping up, I don't know what the fuck you've been doing. But yeah. I've got it. I've got it, I think. Yeah, I can have so. Uh, H, yeah. So, again, me and Jack have gone through the H's of the world and picked the best football players, the surname, you know, H. And we've started off with what, Jack? We started off with Sir Jeff Hurst. So, he's probably most famous for winning West Ham, the World Cup, in 1966, with his hat-trick in the final. But he did quite a lot else in his career as well. It wasn't just all about 1966. He was one of the best strikers in England for a number of years, you know, otherwise he wouldn't have been in that squad before. And he's one of those, he doesn't just get brought up in terms of his England career for that World Cup, but also, you know, when you're getting close to to sort of 25, 30 goals and then some of the legends that you're overtaking, he's always one of those that gets mentioned in that as well. But yeah, he was just, again, a goal scorer. Uh, he, he really did hit form, actually. I, I said he'd done a lot other than 1966, but he really did peak around that time because he, he had his best sort of three or four seasons uh, in the, the mid to late 60s. Yeah, he was he was just on a high from that, really. And like a lot of players in the 70s, he went to America. Yeah, and then That's did his it. career there, like Bobby Moore, George Best, yeah. Pele, and all that. Yeah, it was Saunders, wasn't it? Or something like that. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I've always got to do this. He had a little stint as a manager at Chelsea, didn't he? Oh, did he? I didn't know that. Yeah. How did he, he uh, get on? It's all right. It was in 1979 uh, to 1981. And, yeah, so having someone like that, obviously, ex-West Ham, it was going to be that bit of... Um, you know, I don't think it was a Rafa Benitez kind of situation, but um, he, no, I think fans may have kind of not taken to him. It wasn't, he wasn't an enemy, but he wasn't, you know, the, the best of things they could they could have asked for. But yeah, he he done all right. But yeah, two years stint, yeah, he then ended up having a poor run, of, you know, poor run of games, and then. Getting a sack, I think finishing twelfth. So yeah, he's um he's 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 managed 
um, which many people don't really talk about. But clearly, in his playing career, what a player and um, an icon in the English game. You're not called to surf for nothing in England if um, he doesn't do shit. So he's done his shit, I'll tell you that. And uh, someone on our podcast, very early on in our podcast, loves him off. Alex, shout out to you, mate. Yeah. Next one. Who we got? Next one, number four. We've got Fernando Hierro. Bolton legend. Yeah. Of, <laughs> of course, best known for his time as the captain of Real Madrid. He was... Yeah, goals. Yeah. A real, real goal-scoring defender. I think there was one year... Because he could play in, in DM as well. I think he did a bit of that at Bolton, actually. Um, but yeah, for for a goal, for a defender, he got a lot of goals. Typical sort of Spanish, in that he was very comfortable with the ball at his feet. I would say ahead of his time, but to be fair, it probably wasn't ahead of his time in Spain. And that that's just kind of, kind of how they played for a while. But you know, with with Spanish defenders, sometimes Ramos aside. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I, I used to view them as a little bit soft, a little bit weak almost. Yeah, I'll, I'll get you right. Yeah, but Hierro definitely wasn't like, you know, he was a tough guy. He was big, strong, but obviously he, he could play really well with the ball at his feet too. I think he, he must have been on pens for a little bit because one year he got like a 20-goal season or something like that at Real Madrid. So, yeah, I don't think you can be doing that without being on pens. But, yeah, just a leader, leader of that Real Madrid side for a while. I think he was a Spain captain at Euro 96, I want to say. Certainly, uh, when it got to 2000, 2002, he was the Spain captain as well. So, yeah, he was just a leader and won the lot, really, on the club stage. Yeah. Um, how Bolton wangled that one. Uh, obviously, it was towards the end of his career, but it's still a massive name. Bolton at that time was just something else, bro. <laughs> just yeah, I, I think maybe Ivan Campo like said something to him because I think he joined a little bit after him, so maybe, maybe that's yeah. why. Yeah, a bunch of shit. But yeah, to put it into perspective, how many goals he scored for you know Spain alone, twenty nine, and. If you put down the context of England's top goal scorers, well, it's more than Jeff Hurst. Yeah, <laughs> this is what I mean. It's ridiculous, isn't it? So, yeah, and he was a quality, quality um, player. Again, one one that can play in two positions. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I wouldn't say many people talk about him nowadays. If, uh, it's a weird one because I feel like we talk about him because we knew who he was at that time growing up. Do you think? Like people may talk about John Terry and stuff like that, you know Bobby Moore even. But the modern, like say your sixteen-year-old, will not know if, if they're into football. By the way, do you think they'll know who this guy is, or do you think no. he's not really talked about? I feel like that Real Madrid side in general, like Ghosted, they won, they? yeah, they won three Champions Leagues in four years, yeah. and yet the only people that get a mention really on the regular is. I would say Luis Figo, yeah. Zidane, and Zidane was only there for one of them Champions Leagues, and I'd say Roberto Carlos. Yeah, the rest of them don't get a shout at all. Yeah, 
well, maybe Cassius a little bit, but I think he was only really just getting into that team as well for the first one. But yeah, loads of them go a little bit under the radar, and he was the captain of that side, so yeah, yeah, bit odd. Should get more of a look in, yeah. Bit odd, but um, yeah, and I always say this: his head always reminds me of those dolls. You know, not dolls. You know, those little figures you used to get. We've got massive heads and small oh, bodies. What were they called? What were they, they called? Pete? No, no, Pete. They're not Saburio, but you know what I'm talking about, don't you? I know all... exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, if you know, message him because obviously there is that is something that we. They had the. <sighs> yeah, I, I can't remember. Bobbleheads, <laughs> I, I don't that. know. You know, yeah, yeah. and you used to get them. I'm not, not going to guess now, but they used to get them in like cereal packets sometimes, and yeah. I can't remember the call, but they are, yeah, the 90s used to be, used to get loads of them. But anyway, back onto the subject at Mata. Next up yeah. then, Chelsea well, boy. Next up, he played with Mata for a bit. <laughs> yes. And the, um, arguably, I don't, even, I don't even know, arguably actually, probably the most naturally gifted player Chelsea ever had, um, Eden Hazard. Forget this Real Madrid stint. Forget it because you've got people gonna. I don't know. I don't know what's happened. You know when some people just suit it to one club, maybe that may be yeah, the situation. Yeah. Um, and people might say, "Well, how come he's doing it in Belgium?" But he he grew up in Belgium. Those players all grew up together. It's hardly unlikely that they're not going to play well together. And I personally don't have a bad word to say against him whatsoever. He is unreal. I'm not going to take anything away from him from this Real Madrid stint. He's had injuries galore. I think the pressure was on him in that Real Madrid team, which technically I don't think are very good. It's ever since Ronaldo's gone, they've gone on a downward spiral. But Hazard, unreal. I mean, he can collect the ball and absolutely rinse a whole team. Jack, you've been on the receiving end of it, your team. He just knows what to do. He's, he's so aware of what's around him. And like you were saying about Kenny Daglish, this boy here uses bum just to put into players, players' legs and just make sure he shields that ball 24-7. The countless amount of goals I can, I can name, you know, where he's just been unreal. You know, like I said, the Arsenal one where he ran through the whole team, left Cockle and spinning. You've got the Tottenham one where it won left of the, the league. You've got the West Ham one where I think it was the, the, the year that he um, left, I believe. He ran through the whole team basically, or the middle, and started it in. You got the one against Liverpool where he basically, I think Mo Salah did one, I think it was this season or last season, where he's on the right hand side, runs through about three or four players, not, not makes one and then slots it in. He's just so talented and can do everything free kicks, penalties, corners, dribbling, passing, shooting for an attacker. He's all round. He's just the perfect player. If he was, if we still had him and he was still, he was still the hazard he was at Chelsea, I'd have no worries about our team winning the league. We, I think we would have already won the league last year. That's how good he is. I can't say anything more. He's just a brilliant player. At one point, he was top three in the world for me. Yeah, he had a few, a few like really iconic Premier League seasons, like one of the best ever. I think 14, 15. And 16, 17 uh, were both fantastic. But I remember calling this guy out from early days, like 
one of he did the best like back back in his little days. I think it was probably around. I think it was around the time that Sami Nasri was leaving Arsenal, so it was his final year at Lille, possibly, and he'd already won Player of the Year or Young Player of the Year at Lille. The thing is with Hazard as well. He went through a stage of it was about seven or eight years on the bounce where he was in the team of the season and like a nominee for the player of the year as well. Pretty much every year at Chelsea, weren't it? And uh, his, his last few years at Lille. So yeah, I, I called that one out quite early, I think. But yeah, I think one thing as well with him, like he's very good on his left foot as well for a right-footed player. He's balanced. Uh, they say about Xavi, don't they? They say you know, he can turn left, turn right. Exactly the same yeah. with Hazard. You know, just Hazard did it in a wing in a winger's position. He's so balanced. He's just a brilliant player, and it might be his height, but his centre of gravity he's got to you know dip in the shoulder and whatnot. He's just he's a very talented player, and I didn't think anyone would surpass Zola in that aspect for, for in a Chelsea shirt, but he has. Yeah. But yeah personally, I may have put him one higher. Personally, male. Yeah, I, I think there's probably a a debate. You you could have a debate on this one. I think. Yeah. Um, next one. Yeah. So the next one is Georgie Hadji. A lot of left-footed players, they say they have a wand of a left foot. I would probably say this guy had a traction engine for a left foot. Because <laughs> uh, yeah, he could just whack him in like. Unbelievable long-range shooter and crosser of the ball too. And you know, like you get these players from—I don't want to say an obscure country, but you know when you get players that are like quite clearly the best player for their country, such as like Aubameyang at Gabon, George yeah. Ware at Liberia, stuff like that. I think that Hadji's got to be up there as one of the like ones to most dominate his country as the best. Like he's so far ahead of every other Romanian player for me. Even Adrian Muti. Piss off. Mew was the best. I said about the M's, didn't I? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, he, he he was just a brilliant player. And to play for Real Madrid and Barcelona as well. Yeah. And if you've done it. He weren't he weren't tall, was he? He's probably about Aguero's height, would you say? Kind of yeah, well, he was sort of like that build as well, really. Like, he yeah. was quite, quite stocky. Yeah. He, um, I know you always talk about it. I don't know whether this is the same thing, but he, um, in, in the 100 greatest players in the 20th century, he was ranked 25th. Oh, yeah, the, the FIFA 100, yeah. Was he yeah. that high, 25th on that? Yeah, that's, and that's, that is high because the countless amount of players we talk about, I mean, this podcast would be bloody run if we, we weren't talking about players. And to be 25th in that, like you said, from a, a country where you know typically you wouldn't get world class players, it's 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 a it's a fit in itself. So to do that, play for Real Madrid and Barcelona, the ability he had to score goals and create as well, and yeah, I just he, he is a good player. There is a debate though. I, I do think there is a debate. So I might for me, he's going to switch back to, to he's going to switch to third. And I think Hazard goes above just because of the pure talent Hazard's got as a footballer. Um, has he? I'm not quite sure if he won more. I, I'd assume he, he did because he won a few Super Cups, Europa Cups with um, Barcelona. 
and he won quite a few with Galatasaray. Yeah, Galatasaray's where he's the most legendary. Really. He he beat us in the in the UEFA Cup final as well. Uh, they beat us on penalties, and yeah, but it's a weird one. Like him, even though it did happen about fifteen years later, Galatasaray attracted all these really good players like Wesley Snyder, Jogba and stuff. But it for a player to stay in, in the Turkish league for that long, that was quite clearly one of the best in his position in the world. Like he was a proper legend there. And at Stade Bucharest as well. Like they got to the European Cup final once upon a time. Uh, and he would have only been fairly young there. He would have been in his early twenties and being the star of that side as well, which is why he got his move to Real Madrid in the first place. But yeah, I, the Hazard Hadji one, I, I don't mind switching that. To be fair, it's quite a it's quite a tight one, isn't it? Your Podmas spirit is shining through. Uh, <laughs> thank you very much. Right, number one, I think it's clear. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Again, it was like yesterday's one with a uh, Garincha. I think it's clear you, you got you can't say anyone else but this guy, but I'll let you introduce him. Yeah. It is Thierry Omri. Just Ravavum. He's got that that je ne sais quoi, just uh unbelievable player. For me the best the Premier League has ever seen. Could do it all brilliantly other than head the ball really. <laughs> but everything else. Fantastic dribbler, touch. And he used to just like glide through as well. He's so like elegant with it. Yeah. Too. And just to he had to ar- watch. arrogance about how, as as a Chelsea fan, I used to hate him. I, I used to love watching him, but I used to hate him. You know, playing against like watching him play against him because he had this arrogance about him, and you just thought you're you're cocky shit, and you're a bit like Ronaldo did, you know, when he was younger. Yeah. But he backs it up, and I don't know, man. I think. You, you know my thoughts. I, I, I flipped off a lot with this one because I, I do think Omri is, you know, he's Mr. Premier League, isn't he? You can't deny that. There was that debate in my head, like, who's the better striker with him and Rooney? Um, but, yeah, he, like you said, he's just such a good striker. had everything, and we spoke about it. I think it was Gerard yesterday with the build. Uh, Omri had the perfect build yet to be matched. I think it was only... Jogba that I think matched it in the Premier League and has since. I don't believe there's anyone else that's actually... Maybe Vardy to an extent? Yeah, I, I think Vardy I know he's playing up top a lot by himself but I feel like he needs a partner there sometimes. I'll just clarify just before people get the wrong end of the stick here. I'm not saying Vardy <laughs> no. is anywhere no, near no, no. No. Um, Omri but, um, but yeah, just the build. I think Omri... Premier League legend could have been a French. Well, he is a French legend, but he could have been if it wasn't for that little meltdown after the two thousand and one. Is it two thousand? Is it two thousand two? Would have had that meltdown in the camp. If it wasn't for that, and obviously Irish fans won't like him for that handball. But I think he could have been a a, a massive, massive French legend. I think he, he probably is, but you'd you'd probably say the likes of um. Actually, no, he is, isn't he? Would you say I'm trying to shoot? It's a weird, it's a weird, yeah, he is a legend, yeah, he is. Um, because he's their top scorer ever. And he's, he's won, he's obviously won the World Cup and the Euros back to back. 
if you were going to go on to say maybe someone like a Griezmann has done more for France, I could see that, to be fair. Like, and actually, <laughs> that has just reminded me in yesterday's pod, I know this is going <laughs> off topic, but you said about current players. Yeah. That, that's probably the one out of all of them. Um, but yeah, Omri, you'd say he saved his best for Arsenal, really. Like, even when he went to Barcelona, you thought, in theory, this is the perfect move for him. He's out on that left and he's got like proper technical players with him. But I think he needed to be the star of the team, like the way that he was. Yeah. He didn't yeah. like deferring to anyone. No, not at all, because he is. If you have Omri, you're not. You don't. I think that's the same thing that's happened with Hazard. You, you don't. You don't blend him into the team. You make the team work with for him. Yeah. Then again, you know, he did. He did okay. Barcelona. Uh, he didn't do too bad. It wasn't terrible. Um, no, I mean he was part of that. The first Pep treble as well. Yeah. Like, and he got quite a lot of goals that season. It's just, it's just comparing him to the Arsenal. I think because when you play under Pep, you're you're playing in his system, right? Yeah. Whereas and when you... at Arsenal, Omri was the system to a point. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes, yeah, so Thierry Omri. I think um, just out of the two, just out of the two lists that you've done over the last two days, who'd win at a five-side pitch? One's got Giroud. I would say G would win. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're, they're more balanced than they. Although, defender-wise... No, I, d- I don't know, because, yeah, they got here and there, but I just think the G players, like, were uh, just yeah. the top two, particularly, were very high, without giving away who they were, if you've not seen it yet, but, yeah, they were... How have you not seen it? You should be listening to this in order. You should, you should the first be listening thing comes... to it in order, but yeah. some people don't know the alphabet that oh, yeah, well. Yeah, you know, got to be... All inclusive to people's yeah, that's it. Alphabetical uh, require, uh, requirements, abilities, and you've got to be inclusive to my speaking abilities. Right, people, thank you very much. On to the next letter. We're getting closer. What must stay. Have a good one and keep it. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no.